Jeff Tom, it's the podcast of Bad Conversations. Tommy's cracking open a natural light. It was the last time you had a natural light? My bar? Probably. <laughs> when you used to have the keg on tap? Probably. Yeah, that was a long time ago. I'm serious. It's probably when it was. Let's give it the old college try. Nothing crazy. Yeah. That's all right. Brings back precious memories. Yeah. Makes or, me want to drink 20. Or, or lack thereof. Makes me want to drink 20 of them so I can <laughs> piss like fart for five minutes straight. And the, he ain't joking. Yeah, it's true. He ain't joking. Before we get going, let's, uh, you got me turned up? Uh, you should always have me turned up. That's the ad? Yeah. LeBron James, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking punk bitch. He is, dude. I, I'm so happy he's gone. This younger generation, including my son, just have this and thinks that he's the greatest player they've ever played. He's a game. fucking bum. He's a fucking bum. He's, I posted something on Facebook that Michael Jordan made champions, right? He brought people there and turned them into champions mm-hmm. from his hard work. That fucking douche LeBron James couldn't win shit. He had to go play with his fucking buddies who were better players than he was. And he still couldn't win them all. At least won a couple, right? Yeah, he won And then what did he do? And then when they left, they couldn't win anymore, so he had to leave again yeah. to go somewhere else to play. Mm-hmm. And still can't win. Mm-mm. He's not the GOAT. Not even close. Nope. It's a dumb conversation. It is. He's, he's, okay, I'll say this. He's athletic. He, he is... He's a decent ball player. He's a phenomenal ball player. He's a decent ball player. Because let me tell you something. You know why he isn't a great ball player? Because in big-time situations, he sucks a bag of dicks. He has never come up big for anybody. Almost any time LeBron needed to really be LeBron. It's a. I mean, he had his moments. But let me tell you something. I watched that motherfucker. He ain't Kobe Bryant. I've watched him clank. He ain't Michael Jordan. I watched him clank more shots. I've watched. Let me ask you this: This is this always ended any conversation I had when people say LeBron was better than Michael, and said, "You want to prove something to me? You got one shot, one free throw, to win it all. Who are you putting up there, Michael or oh, LeBron?" Yeah, no shit. End of conversation. Uh-huh. Michael can shoot those blindfolded, and he's proved that. He's done that. LeBron has missed more free throws than I've ever seen a superstar. Yeah. A free throw. You are that great and you miss. I would love to see his, uh, it's probably higher than I think, but I swear to God, anytime I watched him, I'd watch him go up there, bop. He'd probably hit, probably hit, let's just say he had 20 free throws a game. I bet you he maybe hit 11 or 12. If you're that goddamn great, you should be shooting a lot better well, than that, motherfucker. I would say, I mean, honestly, I would probably put him at probably number two, mm, ma- mm, maybe number three. Mm, and that's going to mm, be a battle between mm, him and Kobe. Mm, mm. I mean, the, the guy's all-time point leader. At this I don't, time, it, at this it's because he played 50 years. No, he didn't. He he's did. played since he's fucking 18. Well, dude. of course he has, right? But, I mean, wh- when did Cream start playing? Who fucking knows? I mean, he played forever, too. He, I, but I think no. he went to college, too. Yes, he did. Yeah, UCLA. I yeah, I don't know. if he Did he graduate? I don't know. But it doesn't matter. He still went, like, because yeah. they won, like, three years in a row or something like yeah. that. Uh, fucking, uh, he played since he was 18. He's, what, 40-some now? And as much as he's played and he's a superstar, fine. Just because you scored a Carl Malone scored a shit ton of points. Is he well, again, it's not just about that. I mean, the guy's, the guy's a monster. No, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the man credit. I'm not going to. He's not the go. He's not even way. in the top 10 for me. Oh, jeez, that's ridiculous. Dude, I would pick... Ten fucking players over him any fucking day. 
Guaranteed 10 fucking players over him any day. I'm not even going to argue over this one. but You're a fucking moron if you think that that 10 players are fucking... That's your opinion. We'll we'll leave it at that. I mean, it's... the, The vast majority of the world would strongly disagree that he's bare minimum top five. Fuck you. There ain't no way in hell. I'd be like Allen Iverson when he just came out recently. He had him as a six man. He had him as a six man. I'm like... There you go. I wouldn't even have I wouldn't even have him on my team. If I had to pick if I had to have a, a one team of just superstars, mm-hmm. he wouldn't even be on my team. Fuck you, dude. There's way better ball players than he is. I think you're a little bit biased. So. Oh, no, I'm not. I would give him credit. Just like Tom Brady. I I fuck can't stand that cocksucker, but he still is one of the smartest, if not the smartest fucking quarterback ever to play. I'm gonna give you credit. Fuck you, LeBron. I would never have him on my team. I, the only reason I wouldn't want him because I, I don't really care for too many people from this generation of basketball player period. So it, 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 if to it. I'm gonna, well, it does. I mean, it's he, toughness. He sucks. It's, it's toughness. It's fucking drive. It's motivation. It's all that stuff. I would, give me a player from the fucking late '70s, early '80s, and '90s. I'll take him over them any day of the week. I would take. I would take Malone over him. I'd take Rodman over him in a heartbeat. I would take Charles. It's not, it's, you're comparing apples and oranges. Though. I would it's take not even the same player. I'm not. I don't care. I'm talking about just all around ball player. One of the best ever to play. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Not even in my top ten. He might. You know what? I'll even throw you at this. He might not even be in my top twenty. If I really sat down and wrote it down, I would take Tim Duncan over him. I would take David Robinson over him. Shaq over him. I could keep going and going. Guys, over fucking rated, overrated. Simple as that. And I watched that fucker play like you wouldn't believe. I watched him many fucking times because back in the day, when the Heat and the Bulls had the fucking one of the best rivalries ever, when Derrick Rose was fucking killing it. Fuck you, dude. Derrick Rose, I would take over him in his prime. D Rose killed it. Hey, dude. Absolutely. I'd take Dwayne Wade over him. I could keep going, dude. Fuck you, LeBron. Overrated. I know many people who agree with me, too. Many people agree with me. So, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I think he's a fucking bum. And then, add it all to it, talk about the political bullshit, makes me even hate you even more. Oh, yeah. I can separate that. I'll give you respect if you're good on that court. But I've seen you, if you were that, he should have easily, they should have easily, with the players they had, with just him and Anthony Davis, they're right there alone. If you're so fucking great, you should have killed it. Yeah. And you couldn't do dick. Yeah, he flopped like a bitch in the fucking, not just on the ground either, the game entirely. That's why I was so fucking happy. And congrats to Denver. They went on a fucking tear in this goddamn playoff. Listen, I I got Denver winning it for nothing finals. I was shocked, and I knew this wasn't. I knew it wasn't true, or I knew it was true. But if my if Miami would have beat Boston and swept them, that'd been first time ever in the history of the NBA that both Eastern and Western Conference Finals would have been swept. It's never happened. Never happened in the history. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was confused. I was like, "Holy shit!" Okay, they got swept. I forgot Miami was up three nothing the night that I was talking to Bubba about it. I was like, mm-hmm. "Holy shit! This would be the first." Blew me away. But I knew yeah. Boston was Boston's too good. They ain't got to go down without a fight. They'll probably lose tonight, but they can go on down without a fight. Is that still going on? I thought I thought it was over. Three uh-uh, one. Oh fuck! No, it's three one Miami. Oh, that's tonight. I thought they I thought they won four to one. My bad. No, it's tonight, I believe. Tonight or tomorrow? One of them. Mm. One of them. Boston's a great team. It definitely ain't over till it's over. Oh no. They're like I said, they're not going out without a fight. They just for some odd reason just started sucking dick when they fucking got into Miami. And I don't know what happened to Miami. Miami barely <laughs> even made it in the playoffs. They had to play the plan. Fucking Jimmy Butler's playing like a goddamn machine, bro. That's what I'm telling you. Telling you. He is a fucking beast. When it comes to playoffs, 
That's where he turns his shit on. He's yeah. done it the past few years in Miami. It's like all, all of a sudden he's that great player that everybody thinks he is or thought he should be. Because when he plays during the regular season, like even when he was in Chicago, it's like he was like, he'll have a great game, and I'm like, mm, like two bad games, mm, great game. Playoffs come, all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God, here's a superstar. Mm-hmm. So some players are like that, though. You know, some players do that. But uh, something else, there's one more thing I got to play. This is what I hate about the NBA, though. Um, tell me when your head's over. All right. um, what I hate about the NBA is just they drag on forever. I don't know why they they should be playing back to back to back. It shouldn't be these one on one off, one on one off, one on. Just play the fucking games, right? I mean, I get that. Let some fatigue be part of the fucking. You know, where is it at? Um, I think the baseball playoffs are basically the same way. They just drag on forever. All right, turn me up. So, this might be too soon. <laughs> Why? But, so yesterday, when everybody's talking about Tina Turner, <laughs> I was like, first thing I asked was, so, is Ike, Ike Turner got that bitch up there making him some motherfucking money? <laughs> oh, he's up there beating that ass. Well, that's what I start, that's when I was like, I got you now, bitch! <laughs> Oh, this might be some bad. Turn me up. It's got. See if you turn. This is Ike right now, up in heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ain't in heaven. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, if there's a heaven, he ain't up there. Yeah, there you go. That's Ike right now. He's like, I've been waiting for you, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's Ike right now. You know what's funny to me about that movie? (laughs) Here's what I've always found funny about that movie. Uh, Is pro-black as um, Lawrence Fishburne is? I, I was always shocked that he played that role. To make a black man look bad like that. Does that make sense? No, he's just playing a part. I, I get it. I get it. But he always plays these strong, black, power to the people kind of guy. Yeah, Play a true story. I get it. Matter. I just found it. So he just found it weird that he was playing that. No. I thought it was funny. That was the first thing. I, cause when he I played heard, a hell of a role in it. Oh, he was great I, at it. When I heard about it, I happened to see a friend of mine, Hannah, Post on Facebook said, "Damn, Tina Turner died," and I commented on it real quick. I said, um, "I said, yeah, I said, yeah, Ike already welcoming her to uh, up there with backhands." Yeah, I was like, "Too soon." <laughs> somebody said, somebody posted, "Tina Turner died today, going too soon." Too soon. The bitch was eighty-two years old, uh, dude. How soon is too? How old is she supposed to live? That, you know what? That's a very good point because I've seen a couple other pl- people do the same fucking thing. You know, when when a celebrity dies on your Facebook feed, everybody in the world has got to post about it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, really? Somebody died? Oh, wait, twenty fucking posts later. Yep, somebody did die because I've just that's all my feed is, and a bunch of them. Oh, man, that's so sad. Too soon. I'm like, just like you, I'm like, the bitch is a thousand, man. She's been around since like 19-fucking-32. Yeah. At the same time, speaking of the GOAT argument, Jim Brown is not the fucking GOAT of running backs, period. Mm -hmm. I know we've had this conversation before. It's ridiculous to say it. Shut the fuck up. People are saying, I can't believe Jim Brown's dead. He was a 92-year-old fucking crackhead. How the fuck did he live in 92 in the first place? Get the fuck out of here. I don't want to see anybody die. I'm sad they're dead, you know, as a human being. But shut the fuck up. You're gone. You're 92 years old, bro. At 92, I'm licking light switches. I want to go. Shock me. If anybody's too soon. Well, I'm standing in a bucket. To be, like, 
early young kid. You know, that's when I want to hear too soon. Jim Brown, too Jesus. soon. Oh 65, God. too soon. Jim 70, Bra- Jim too Brown soon. played when? 1927? I don't <laughs> fucking know. I don't even know. I don't remember. 66, 65. Oh, okay, that's the same thing. He's fucking old as dirt. So he played around the same time that the average man on a football field was probably at the most 200 pounds, big wise. Yeah. You know, not yeah. today. Jim Brown would get creamy. And if they were over 200 pounds, it's because they were a fucking fat pig. Right. right. They Jim, weren't the fucking if, goddamn machines running 4.5 at 350. These guys are. If Jim Brown played in today's society, he'd get his ass handed to him. He wouldn't even start. He wouldn't even be on the fucking field. No, he wouldn't start. He wouldn't. Clear as day. He'd be playing Canadian football. Yeah. Or even arena. Playing for the Toledo Thunder. He, he <laughs> might be for arena. Be good for arena. I don't know. You know, but I agree. I think it's the fucking argument's absurd. Tired of hearing about Jim Brown. Uh, I never hear the argument. I just know that there's there's no argument. And I were talking about it yesterday, and we were talking like what what you know the what my top ten running backs were in of all time. Mine was Barry Sanders, probably Emmett Smith. After that, three. Oof. Tough one. I'm surprised you have to think about that. I, I, I don't think Walt I think Walter Payton's way overrated too. I think he's overrated. <clears throat> I think you got running backs like Adrian Peterson, just a fucking machine. Uh LaDainian Thomason, a machine. Marshall Falk, machine. Uh, uh, uh Frank Gore, you know, Jerome Bettis. These guys are fucking monsters, man. I I don't see... I I just don't see it. He was great in his day. (laughs) O.J. Simpson, I think, was way ahead of his time. I think O.J. Simpson was a fucking beast. Mm -hmm. I think he definitely played today. Eric Dickerson. Marshall Falk. Did I say Marshall? Or, uh... What's the fuck? What, uh... Uh, who's that fucking Marshawn Lynch? Jesus Christ. Derrick Henry. You know, these are fucking great running backs. I got to have Earl Campbell up there. This guy's a fucking tank. Yeah. yeah. He'd run over anybody. Yeah. God, there's so many great running backs out there. But they, but again, ESPN, number one. Guess who? I wouldn't have him up there. Fuck no. Nope. It's 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 nostalgia, right? It's going back in the day and longing for the, you know. Oh God, he he's so great. No, he's not, man. He's just it, not. You know when he's the number one quarterback or number one running back. Talk about the running backs of the 60s. Yep. He's the number one running back of that decade. Yep, of that era. You go, I would love to see a top 10 of each decade. I would say of the 60s, it's going to be Jim Brown. Of the 70s, it's going to be O.J. Simpson. Of the 80s, it's going to be Walter Payton. Of the 90s, it's going to be Barry Sanders. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Emma Smith. That's going to be very close together. You know, of, 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 of the 2000s, it's probably going to be somebody like, I, I don't know who would play, who's great running back from the 2000s. Mm, let's see the uh, 2000s, late 2000s. Oh, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck Curtis Martin. Forget about him. Probably LaDainian Thomason is probably the best out of the 90s. Or, excuse me, the early 2000s. He'd be in the top 10 for sure. The bus, Jordan Bettis, he's in there. He'd be top 10. You know, you get to the the 2010s, you got fucking Adrian Peterson, you know. It's just, Jesus Christ. Take a gander at that. Let's see. Running backs of the decade... Of 
2000s. So, yeah, you got LT, Sean Alexander. Uh, eh. Okay, here we go. This Okay, they got the top 10. Top 10 running backs of 2000s. Number 10. I don't agree with this. I'd have to see a lot more. First one's already got me questioning. Ricky Williams. Shut up. Stop. Get the got. fuck out of here, man. That's who they got. I'll tell you, Matt I'll, said that that came up yesterday, too. I'm like, he's not even in the fucking top 100. No. Well, he might be top 100. No, he, he's not. He, yeah, that's he, a lot. He, of he, had about, he had about two years. He had too much shit going on. He was fucked up in the head. He was more worried about getting high. Now this kid, now this cat. A lot of people forgot about this cat. Number nine. He had a yeah. Number nine. He had a about a two or three year stint where he was killing it. Clinton Portis, mm-hmm. yeah, the Redskins, yeah. He was killing it. He get hurt. What happened to him? Uh, he just like dropped off the map. What did happen to? Uh, for, did he get uh, traded to Carolina? Doesn't really say. Uh, number eight, Amon Green from Green Bay. Oh yeah. Oh, here's one. Here's one. A lot of people don't know or forget about Fred Taylor from Jacksonville. Yeah, he killed it. He was always a Steeler fucking killer. Priest Holmes, number six. I mean, he did all right. Yeah. Jamal Lewis from Baltimore, number five. Yeah. Sean Alexander from Seattle at number four. He yeah. he did he did some damage. Yeah, no, he had ten thousand nine hundred seventy three yards and one hundred twelve touchdowns in that decade. Thousand yard average. Tiki Barber. I, I was Giants, dude. I was just gonna say that number three. Oh, I forgot about this cat. Who did he play for? Colts. Oh, uh, uh, jeez. Uh, oh. Say it. Edron James. Edron James. God damn it. Yes. And then, of course, they got number one is uh, LT. Edron James played for Texas. Where did he graduate from? Oh, jeez. Hold on. Let me go back. Where did he go? I don't know. All right, let's look up. Bedroom James. Bedroom James. <laughs> Edron James. Motherfucker, man. So we got the top 25 best running backs of the 2010s. Oh, Miami University. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the gold teeth. <laughs> that, always, that always reminds me. Number 25 from Arizona Cardinals, David Johnson. He had a moment, man. He had a moment. That's a big statement, though. You're, top, you're saying he's top 25. 2010s. Oh, two, okay, 2010s. I got you. I tell you that all the time. Oh. I'm like, that's a huge fucking statement. Number 24, Carolina, D'Angelo Williams. Mm. Now, this is a cat that I think, I mean, he, he had a late surge, but I think it sucks because he would play for Steelers very briefly and didn't do anything. LeGarrette, LeGarrette Blount. Blount. Mm. Garrett Blount. Yeah. He had that a, doesn't even sound familiar. Yeah, he's a big beast. He played for Philadelphia, and then he played for New England. He had a brief stint with Steelers. That's when him and uh, what's his fucking nuts? Ben um, Coates? No, our fucking running back when he was a rookie. Oh. Uh, the guy who ruined his career. For uh, the running back. Oh, uh, I, uh, I, uh, 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 went to the Jets. Um, yeah. How come I Michigan can't... State. 
How come I can't think of his fucking name? It'll come up here, but he got but they got busted in the car for, for with weed. Um, number twenty-two, Jonathan Stewart. Number twenty-one, I guarantee he's going to be in here. You don't even bother telling me because oh, Le- Le'Veon Bell. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, twenty-one, Darren Sproles. Number twenty, mm. Melvin Gard or Melvin Gordon. Number nineteen, Mark Ingram. 18, Devontae Freeman. I tell you what, this top 10 must be fucking phenomenal because if these fucking guys are in the top 25 altogether. If this is top, I guarantee Le'Veon's going to be in And who put this list out? This is uh, USA Today. Okay. Number 17, Doug Martin. I don't even know who the fuck Doug Martin is. Doug Martin played for Atlanta. Okay. <laughs> now this guy, I don't even. I honestly, unless he had like a a nickname, Alfred Morris, number sixteen. Morris. P. These are the top twenty twenty five running backs of two thousand ten. Yeah, played for Washington Cowboys and Forty ers I have no idea who the fuck this is. I don't either. Okay, number fifteen. Terrible list. Number fifteen, Kareem Hunt. Okay. Oh, number 14. This guy was a beast. Steven Jackson. Yeah. Rams, he oh, was absolutely. 13 for Jacksonville. Maurice Jones-Drew. Yeah. 12, DeMarco Murray. Mm-hmm. Number 11, Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson. Titans. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He killed right. it. Yeah, 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 he did. That's right. And then that's when he went to, what, Arizona yeah. and fucking sucked. Number 10, Matt Forte of the Bears. Mm-hmm. Number nine, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, absolutely. Number eight, Arian Foster. Houston. Oh, man, I totally forgot about him. Yeah. Jesus. Number seven, Le'Veon, which I thought he'd been top five, but that's me. Number six, Ezekiel. Ezekiel Elliott? Yeah. Number five, Todd Gurley. Number four, Jamal Charles. Number three, LaShawn McCoy. Number two, Frank Gore. Number one, Adrian Peterson. Yep. Boom. So that makes me question. I'm I'm surprised Jerome Bettis wasn't in there. When did he retire? Jerome would have been top 25 in the 2000s. When did he retire? 2006. Jesus Christ, it's been that long? He retired right after he won the Super Bowl. Fucking A, dude. We are old as fuck. So let's. Mm. I cannot believe Jerome Bettis retired in 2006. Mm-hmm. That blows my fucking mind. Okay. We're going to go top 10 running backs of the 80s. Top 10 running backs of the 80s. Number 10, Billy Sims. Billy Sims. Lions. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Number nine, Gerald Briggs. Gerald Briggs. Played for Atlanta and Washington. Okay. Number eight, Otis Anderson. Otis Anderson? Yeah. Uh, Giants. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was a beast. Number seven, Kurt Warner from Seattle. Yeah. Number six, Marcus Allen, the Raiders. Raiders, right. Number five, Earl Campbell. Mm-hmm. Number four, Tony Dorsett. Yep. Number three, Roger Craig. Yep. 49ers. Yep. Top two. Take guess. Of the of the eighties? Yep. Ooh. You already said the one. Number one's Oh yeah, number one's Payton. from Walter Payton, right. Number two. You said his name too earlier. Which well deserved. I would almost even argue he might even be my one number one over Walter. Over the in the eighties, yeah. Because I thought he was phenomenal. Go ahead. Who was it? Eric Dickerson. Oh yeah, yeah. I loved Eric Dickerson. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. he was killer. Nobody's gonna. But Walter Payton is like Jim Brown. They're not gonna ever fucking take that that title of the best running back of the eighties away from him. It's never gonna happen. Okay. Factor fiction is never going to happen. Well, we're already on it, so let's do the 70s. Did we do the 90s? 
No, we haven't done that. We'll do that next. Number. <laughs> I probably won't even know half of these motherfuckers because I had never even heard of this guy. Number <laughs> 10, Lydell Mitchell. Nope. Colts. Never heard of you. Number nine, John Riggins from Washington. Oh, yeah. Number eight, Tony Dorsett. Yep. Number seven, Lawrence. Jeez, I'm surprised Tony Dorsett's number eight. Number seven, Lawrence McCutcheon. Number six, Chuck Foreman from the Vikings. Five, Earl Campbell. Number four, Larry Zonka. Oh, yeah. Number three, Franco Harris. Oh, yeah. Number. I didn't know Franco Harris was a running back. For some reason, I thought Franco Harris was a tight end. Mm-mm. Oh, wow. God, Walter's got 70s, too. Walter's at number one. Number two is OJ. Stop it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, let's go. We're not going to the 60s. Go just piss me. No, I don't even. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 we'd only know Jim Brown. Yeah, right. I know. Let's do, all right, we're going to do the 90s. No, I bet you'd be surprised. I bet we'd know more than that in the 60s. I'll probably know just barely. All right. Top 10 of the 90s. Right? Yep. Marcus Allen, number 10. Good pick. Number 9, Eddie George. Oh, I, yeah, I agree with that. 8, Ricky Waters. No, I'd put Eddie George above Ricky Waters. 7, Curtis Martin. Uh, I'm surprised he's not higher. Number six, Jerome. Yeah. Number five, Thurman Thomas. Oh, yes. Number four, Marshall Falk. Yep. Oh, number three, Terrell Davis. Oh, yeah, very good. Number two, Emmett. And of course, you know, number one, Barry Sanders. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm surprised they put Barry Sanders behind ahead of Emma Smith because given the all-time rushing record, I thought for sure they were going to put Emma Smith number one. No, I wouldn't. I mean, I would never, but I'm surprised this list didn't. Oh, shit. 2020s. Or, yeah. Let's see who they got right now. The... No... Okay. Okay. So, top five. Oh, wow. Top five running backs of the 2020s so far. They only got the top five. Hmm. That's interesting. So, number five, Aaron Jones for the Packers. Okay. Yeah. Number four, Saquon Barkley. Uh, okay. I mean, number three, Alvin Kamara. Okay. Number two, Nick Chubb. Okay. Number one, although I did see a stat the other day that blew my mind, that he's number five of the. Oh, what was the stat? Like everybody else was like Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, and. Like, he blew my mind. He's number five. Christian McCaffrey. When that boy's healthy. God, you know, I'm going to say the same thing I just said about Franco Harris. I thought fucking Christian McCaffrey was a fucking tight end. No. I did not know he was running back. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So, we'll go. Okay. I got the rest. So, number six was Ezekiel. Number seven, Delvin Cook. Number eight. Derrick Henry, uh, I'd have Derrick way up there. Way up there. At least top five. Yeah. Number five, Josh Jacobs. Number 10, Austin Ekela from the Chargers. Oh, here we go. Keep going. Kareem Hunt, number 11. Chris Carson from Seattle, number 12. Joe Mixon from the Bengals. Le'Veon, number 14 with the Jets. You bum. Is Le'Veon still playing? Nope. I didn't think so. He's too busy rapping, and he sucks. Mark Ingram at number 15. Philip Lindsay from the Broncos. I don't even think he plays for the Broncos anymore. James Conner, number 17. James White from the Patriots. Melvin Gordon's next. Wow, really? I mean, if you could, listen, if you could pick one running back in the NFL right now, to play, who would it be? Me yeah. personally? Yeah. 
on my team. Mm-hmm. I'll be biased. No, I won't be biased. Like, I love Najee. I love the, his style. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm happy with him. But if I had to pick anybody else, Honestly, I, I, I would have, I would have to go Saquon Barkley. Really, I think he's just a monster. See, I would pick, I would pick, uh, um, Jesus Christ, my fucking mind. I'd, uh, Derek Henry. That's who. I, I mean, I do like Derek. That guy is just a fucking beast. He'd dude. be in my top three. If 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 I got, but but oh he's a God. north and south runner, which I I love. But I'm That's talking, but I'm talking all around. Saquon Barkley can, with the size of his thighs and legs and how he moves, I really consider him healthy. And I would say my number two pick would probably be Chris McCaffrey. Because mm-hmm. that guy just is an all-around monster, too. Catch the ball, run the ball. Again, I didn't know they didn't realize he was a fucking running back, but. I would, I, okay, my two and three, I can't even believe I'm going to say this. My two and three would be a toss-up between. Derek, <laughs> Nick Chubb. <laughs> you didn't hear me say that. <laughs> yeah, I get, yeah, Nick Chubb is pretty good. He's, I give that fucking brownie credit. That motherfucker can kill it right now, man. He's, yeah. He does pretty well for himself, so I'm going to give him credit. Yeah, no doubt. You, ne- you didn't hear me say that. <laughs> Nick Chubb, fuck I, I tell you, over the past few years, they, they've had the best running back lineup in the fucking NFL between that fucking dude from Toledo Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and Nick Chubb, I mean, Jesus Christ, you you got a one-two punch there. You couldn't go wrong. That one season, you couldn't stop those cocksuckers. Yeah, those guys were just plowing over everybody. Somebody had over 100 yards every game. Yep. It's like, Jesus Christ. They were just running over us. I believe that was the season where they went to the playoffs. Killed yep. us. Fucking killer. Fuck you, Browns. What do you think your biggest story you're looking forward to Obviously not with Steelers. I mean, just overall, what are you more most interested in seeing oh, happen? Or let's say player you're most interested in seeing make make it make it make a move this year. What, what what's the interesting storyline with the NFL? Me personally, I want to watch these fucking rookie quarterbacks that got drafted this year, and I want to watch them suck because mm-hmm. I have a feeling they're just going to. Except for, I believe, and I'll stand by this again, I, I believe that the Colts guy, he's probably not, he's going to have a rough season, but he's built for the NFL. Rightfully coached, he's going to be decent. Which one is that? Uh, the uh, uh, the guy from Florida. Okay. But did you see <laughs> C.J. Stroud out there? No. On the field? He looks like somebody... Somebody made a meme that it looked like a baby was out there playing. <laughs> he looks so fucking small compared to his offensive line. Really? Because he's big. He's a big boy. He's not that big. He's like 6'3". He's, he's still not that. No. I think he's probably one of the biggest quarterbacks drafted this year. It's uh, CJ. Oh, man. And, and who is the other guy that they were talking about? Um, <laughs> the little fella from Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, what the fuck is his name? Or maybe maybe that's how I'm thinking. Maybe, I think they're both small myself. Um, yeah, he's 6'3", dude. He's big. He's a huge quarterback. But, uh, but he's still thin. He's tiny. He's skinny, yeah. Um, but the other one, Which too. But the NFL, they, they're going to pack the weight on him. But the other one you're just talking about, the Alabama one. I can't, why can't I think of his fucking name? God, why are we having a brain fart today? I don't know. I don't know. But that guy, he even looks. He fucking, is so tiny. He's gonna get his ass. He's gonna be. He's gonna be throwing up gang signs like Tua. I swear to God, he's going to. He's gonna take some hits. Yeah. He's gonna be claiming some 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 rep. Here's the 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 few storylines I'm really interested in. Number one is not even any order, but I'm just saying. I'm really interested to see how Baker Mayfield does down in Tampa. 
that that's one thing I'm really interested in. Mm-hmm. I'm not even a Baker fan. I just think that I think you got a, a, the raw deal in Cleveland. He went from hero to zero, and I don't think it was even his fucking fault. The guy fucking played his heart out, hurt as fuck, got the shit kicked out of him, still got out on that field every day, and he played the game. I think I fucked. And I don't even like Baker. I couldn't stand him in Oklahoma. Fuck him. But I hope he's successful because fuck the Browns. I can't stand the Browns. Right. The other thing is all these rookie quarterbacks who came in the NFL this year. I'm interested to see what they do. Um. Um, in the whole Tua situation, I'm really intrigued with. How long before he's fucking flopping around on the field like a fish from another concussion? I hope that doesn't happen for the his health and long term um, safety and of him and for his family. But I've said it before. I think the NFL should be ashamed of themselves for allowing him back on that field. I'm actually now you just mentioned it. I'm actually. Wondering if uh, Philadelphia is going to be a one-hit wonder. I think this year Philadelphia is going to be better than they were last year. I do. They well with their draft crushes the draft because they draft. I'm not saying they didn't crush Oof. it in draft, but the way they play the game, people pick up on that style. You know, they have a they they have a very simple style. What they do, you know, drop back. Nobody's open. Jalen runs. Well, it's going to come down to Jalen Hurts this That's year. That's what I'm saying. I just, I just wonder if it's it was a one-year wonder thing. Yeah. And all of a sudden, people are going to pick up like, oh, we see how you played that. You know? Could be. Kind of like, because Lamar played the same way. Because Jalen's the same way kind of as Lamar. He, I mean, he's more of a pocket passer. Give him more credit there. But I'm just wondering if he's going to have a – if it was going to be one of those one one year wonders, I think they struggled my, this year. My personal opinion, I think we're going to have a replay of last year's Super Bowl. I think it's going to be Philly versus mm-hmm. Kansas City, and um, I think Philly's going to win it this year. Mm. Mm. I'll disagree with that. much. I hate to say that because my son is going to rub it in my face because he's a big big Eagles fan. I'm I'm gonna, I'm going to disagree with that. I think Philadelphia is going to, like I said, I could be wrong. I think Philadelphia is going to struggle myself. I think they're going to have one of those seasons where they should be doing a lot better than they are. I think that division is going to be tough. Dallas is always Dallas. Fuck them. You know, Washington, you never know about Washington. I think they're probably going to be, they're going to be last like always. So I don't know, but, uh, Hmm. I think San Fran's going to kill it this year. I think San Fran is too. God, man, they got so many fucking issues there at quarterback. I think they got three, or at least now two. They got two good quarterbacks. One's hurt. The other one's in fucking limbo because I think he he's gonna he's gonna have a confidence issue. And Garoppolo's gone. So I, I don't know what to expect there. I'm I'm torn. Yeah. I'm not saying they're going to be bad. I'm not saying they're good. I just don't know what to expect. I think they have enough talent around them that if one of those quarterbacks just remotely plays halfway decent. Well, I think Purdy's out for the season. I think they've already said he's, oh, he's not going to They should playing. keep him out just to keep yes. him healthy. Yes. I, bench him for a year, get yes. him completely healthy, deal with who you have right, right. now. Try to try to develop Trey Lance and trade him off and try to get something good for him. Yep. Um, um, get some value out of him. So... I, it's all going to come down to Trey Lance, how he plays the game. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I, I and I, I, with. I don't think Dallas is going to really be. I think Dallas is going to be 500 mediocre. No, I'll go. I'll, I'll say there'll be a 10 or 11 win season. Okay, let me correct what I just said. I don't think they're going to be a 500 team. I think they're just going to be above average mediocre team. They always are. And I don't think they're going to be an actual contender. Because I I don't think that that quarterback has the consistency in them to compete on a regular basis. Correct. But they always have a decent record. Yes, they'll be okay. They'll be typical fucking Dallas. I'm really interested this year to see what the Jets do with Aaron Rodgers. Well, I was just going to get into that. I was going to say, but I was going to your division – I think with Aaron gone, that whole division's wide open now. Yeah, 
I think that the Lions will win the division, but I'm still, mm. I'm still. Mm. Who's, who's going to beat them? I think Minnesota's going to give them a challenge. Eh, Minnesota's got too much offense. Well, I don't think anybody's got more offense than the Lions do in that division. But the problem is the Lions have zero defense, and that's my problem with. They were number five offense in the NFL last year. That's fu- that's overall. I'm, right. I'm talking this year with Minnesota drafting that wide receiver alongside Justin Jefferson, and who and are they already had another great wide receiver? I think if that offensive coordinator is smart, you basically put Kirk Cousins back in the fucking shotgun and just let him fucking throw all day long. That guy could throw 400 fucking plus yards a game. I think that's basically what the Lions did too, though. They they boosted up their offense even more. But what the I, fuck I think they do. I, 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 just, see, I just don't see what, what you got you to do something with defense. I just I, don't get it. It blows my mind. I, but I said. Piss me off now talking about I this. said Minnesota is going to be the one that's going to give them a challenge. We'll see. Because it's still wide open. We'll see. The Bears, they're going to be at the bottom. Bottom. Well, I don't know, man. It oh, depends yeah, yeah. on what Green Bay does. I don't know. They're going to be at the bottom. Green Bay will be better than the Bears. The Bears added a lot of fucking talent this year. Though. They did, but they still have Justin Jefferson or Justin Fields. Well, we'll see what happens. That's going to be the that's going to be the difference right there. Justin Fields. If Justin Fields can, well, sucks. he's got some weapons this year now. If he can get some fucking protection, he's not getting his fucking head tore off every goddamn game, and he has some time to throw it. He might I've, be able to do something. I've watched Justin Jefferson, Justin Fields running. Or Justin Fields, <laughs> be right here, and the closest guy to him is within 15 yards, and first down is right there. And I watched him not get a first down. Well, when you're terrified of getting fucking hit nonstop, well then it, it's it, it's hard to do. Then that. go back to your mommy. We'll see what happens. I just think Chicago's going to suck this year. I think they're going to have a. I think me personally, I think they're going to realize like. Maybe we should have drafted him. Is Love going to be the quarterback they think he's going to be? I think he sucked in college. I don't understand what the big deal was with him in the first place. He sucks. He sure invested a lot of him in him. He had a player option. What the fuck did I see? A player option this year of, am I reading or am I thinking correctly, $22 million? Did I read that? No, that couldn't have been right. Dude, I remember I was at the gym on the treadmill, and when they did that, gave him that, what, two or three-year extension or whatever to keep him, it said his option year, or maybe it is on this deal, his last year option, but I could have swore it also said, because I was shocked. I read it, and I'm like, did that just say this motherfucker? Maybe it was $12 because I was like a backup fucking quarterback. Had an option this year, option that he would have been under Aaron Rodgers. A backup had an option of twelve million dollars. Hmm. What the fuck? I need. You know what? Give me the ball. I'll go fucking play. I'll go get that fucking. I'll, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't know why anybody would want to go play in fucking Green Bay. <sighs> the first half of the season is great, but it's that second half of the season. Where it's just so fucking brutal cold. Why anybody wants to play there is beyond me. It's that stadium. I, I get it. You know what they should do? They should build a, a dome around that stadium. Keep the stadium. It's, or do what the Yankees did. Tear the motherfucker down and rebuild it just modern. But keep it the exact same way. It's one of those historic stadiums that I just... As much as you want to see it modernized, it's kind of like, no, you know? I, I understand what you're saying, but... It's kind of like tearing down Fenway Park. Then build a fucking dome around it. It's like... It's too fucking cold up there. Can't... can't I don't know. Can't, you got to be You got to be from Wisconsin to enjoy going to one of those games. And they do. That's I know. It's packed. It's insane. It's well, like Buffalo. Well, it's the players. They own the fucking team. It, 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 it's crazy. When it's the, crazy. When the when, not the players, the the uh, they're citizens, the citizens, they own the team, so they're of course they're going to be there supporting those motherfuckers. I mean, they own it, but they don't. That's that's a fucking gimmick. Well, no, they have a share, but they have a team that yeah. takes care of. Yeah, you know, but they do yeah. that, that city and that town or whoever. Yeah. A lot of they have 
a per, they have a yeah. I would love to be a part owner of like the Steelers. That'd be great. I mean, I have no say in anything, but it's just knowing I was a part owner. <laughs> we talking. You about, have one share, Tom. Okay. Yeah, I'm happy. We're talking about Tom Brady being part owner of the of the Raiders. Raiders. You know, it was like one percent of that that fucking that organization. That fucking thing is that team is worth five billion dollars. Mark Davis ain't giving up that fucking team, right? And if it's worth $5 billion, Tom Brady can't afford to buy more than 1%. Tom Brady got a lot of money, but he ain't got that much money. What a bitch. 1% is like $50 million for 1%. (laughs) One fucking percent, $50 million. You have no say in anything. That's crazy. You're going to invest $50 million... I don't even know if he really invested in anything because, you know, Mark Davis is just bringing them on as, oh, look at me. I got Tom Brady part of our team now. Yeah, he's probably bringing them in just to bring in people. Yeah. It's oh, like... Uh, Tom Brady's sitting up in... Uh, oh, everybody's... It's in like Usher seat. owning part of the Cavs. You, you don't own shit. Oh, yeah. You ain't got no say nothing, right? Yeah. You're here to fucking put you next to the fucking courtside and bring in fans. That's all you're here for. And give general herpes to the cheerleaders. You got herpes? Allegedly. There was a, yeah, there was Allegedly. a. Allegedly. There was a, there was a <laughs> no, it was a story. Uh, um, two women came out and said that um, after concerts that they went back and yeah, they hoarded up with them and gave them fucking herpes. And, wow. Yeah. So there was a. Big, they said the same thing about Derek Jeter. Yeah. Derek Jeter was giving people herpes. Uh, can you imagine? I mean, Jesus Christ. Literally, pussies being thrown in their face. It's kind of hard to say no. You know? But who in their right mind at that point is going to be want to be seen out in public with Derek Jeter if, if right. you're a woman, right? Right. You're like, hey, babe, how you doing? I am Derek Jeter's ex-girlfriend. Gotta go. Yep. Gotta yep. go. Sorry. I heard you got warts on yeah. your vagina. Yeah. <laughs> Get the HIV. Well, speaking of that, I just watched, and this is such a classic movie. I was, after I got back from the gym the other night and had nothing to do, I had an hour or so to kill, I popped in Dallas Buyers Club. You ever watched it? Oh, yeah. Great it's fucking such movie. Such a fucking fantastic movie. Dude, not only is it a great movie, but the hell that that man put his body through to make that movie. Matthew McConaughey. Dude, dude. They, <laughs> yeah. There there are a few actors out there. Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Christian Bale. I was going to say Christian Bale. Jared Leto's the same. Jared way. Leto. They will do whatever it takes mm-hmm. to make the best fucking art that they can. Mm-hmm. And what he did, what Christian Bale did for that fucking machinist. Machinist. Jesus, Jesus Christ, bro! On you. So go ahead, but continue. continue. Well, I was just saying, I, I popped that in, and I was just like, "Wow, this is what a fucking great movie!" I went opening weekend to see that, and that wasn't a very big, like blockbuster box hit. office hit. Yeah, it was more one of those artsy films that just happened to have a couple great actors who, by the way, ended up winning Oscars for both of them. But I, I popped that in again the other night. If he didn't win an Oscar for that, that's a fucking <laughs> no. Both him and Matt and Matt Matt and Jared won. I thought Jared did a fantastic job. Fucking unreal. Uh, I love. I always love Jared Leto. I think oh, he's one of those. Yeah, fantastic. he was the fucking trainee of that thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Fuck, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> or the cross dresser. He was just a cross dresser. But yeah, he was yeah, so gorgeous. fucking fantastic in that movie. But man, like you said, Matthew Conaghy. And then the, the the life that that guy lived, because you know it was based on his true. It was yeah, a true story. That fucking guy, and you want to talk about living it up, man? That little fucking that little rodeo boy, he yeah. fucking lived it up, man. Booze, yeah. cocaine, everything else, and banging bitches left to fucking right. The gay rodeo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was such a fucking classic movie, man. Was he in the gay rodeo? Who or was his regular rodeo? Who? Matthew McConaughey. In that, that movie? movie? Yeah. No, he was, was a regular That's rodeo. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't remember. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was a great fucking movie. But between that, at the time, that and, like, what was the other movie at the time that came out? Wolf of Wall Street. 
Oh, those yeah. are like the best fucking, those are great fucking movies, man. I love true stories. And with true stories that have crazy shit like that, just like crazy lives. Oh, my God. Yes. I'll watch them all day long, man. Yeah, there's a movie getting ready to come out right now with Jim Caviezel in it. And it's based on a true story of a government agent who would, FBI or something like that, who actually left his job to go rescue children who are being sex traded. I seen and a it trailer looks for it. phenomenal. Yeah, I seen a trailer yeah. for that. I did. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Yeah, Jim Caviezel said that's the best movie he's made since Passion of the Christ. <laughs> what? Passion of the Christ. Did you ever watch that? Yes. That's a phenomenal movie. I was like, <laughs> I just, I laugh at it because when South Park. Hmm. Made a made an yeah. episode, of it. yeah, <laughs> and they basically was like teasing it as it was just torture from beginning to end. It was, which it was, it was. But I can't help but laugh about it. Because it was the most violent, graphic, gory movie I've ever seen in my life. I just, but and I just, it's based on Jesus Christ. You would think, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I laughed during during the whole yeah. thing because I seen the South Park episode before I actually watched the the, the movie. Yeah. So I'm watching the movie, and yeah. and all in my head I can hear, <laughs> I'm just like Jesus fucking. Christ. I took my mom, who is you know, right Bible thumper. Yeah, she walked out. She couldn't. She was crying so hard she couldn't take it anymore. She walked out. Really? Yeah. Kim was saying Kim too. It was me, Kim, and my mom. I was like, <laughs> Oh goddamn! Oh. Damn! Right. They're fucking over Everybody in the fucking place was balling their eyes. I was like, oh shit. I mean, there was moments it was very emotional, but it was like, it was, it was two movies, two of the vi- most violent, gorgeous movies I've ever seen. One, Passion of the Christ. Two is that fucking Rambo where he took those people on, like one of the last ones he made. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. They, that is labeled one of the most brutal, gory yeah, the Rambo Action movies. Holy shit, dude! Yeah, I mean that was. I watched a little bit of it. I got, it bored me on that one. I just couldn't handle it. I had to shut it off. Actually, I thought that was probably the best Rambo they ever made. Yeah, maybe I wasn't. I just you know what? I don't even think. Other than I think I was like, what was it two, two or three? I liked. No, three was when he was in like Saudi Arabia. Two, I liked when he went to Vietnam and rescued that. And. uh I, fuck, Vietnam, I couldn't even tell you because he had that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's when he was hanging off the airplane. Yeah, that's when he grabbed that microphone. He's like, "I'm coming for you." Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that, that the bad guy in that movie was the same bad guy in Beverly Hills Cop. He plays such a fucking ruthless bad guy. That fucking bald, gray-haired fucking mm-hmm. dude. I can't think of his name. He always plays such a fucking killer. Fucking. 80s fucking villain. <laughs> and then that other guy from the Karate Kid, the Cobra Kai yeah. master. Mm-hmm. He was the other one. Murdoch, I'm coming for you. Coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, those are classics. But uh, I thought the first Rambo, as big as it is, was, I thought was one of the fucking worst movies of all time. Let me ask you this, because it just came to mind. What's the most disturbing movie you've ever seen in your life? Most disturbing movie? Like the one when, right when it was over, you went, what the fuck? Like, did I really just watch that? Hmm. I've had one in my entire life when I was over with. Because I've watched a zillion movies in my life. Nothing's coming to mind. Right. I don't know. I've watched a zillion movies in my life. I've watched some really demented movies. And I'm like, okay, that's a movie. Okay, yeah, it was twisted. Yeah. One movie when I finished watching it. And then I watched it again a couple days later. And each time I finished, I just went, what? Human Centipede 2. Oh, 
shit. Not one, two. I don't think I've ever seen two. One was the most fucking goofiest. Fucking Actually, ever. no, no, no. That's dumb. Watch two. Just trust me on it. Right, when you it. finish watching it, you're going to be like, the fuck did I just watch? I would say, I, I think American Psycho was kind of like that for me because it was so confusing. But now I've, after I've watched it over and over, I, I, I understand that it was all in his head. Mm-hmm. He never really killed anybody. Mm-hmm. And nothing really actually happened. But it was so fucking graphic. It's like, this dude's fucked up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was pretty fucked up. Yeah, but, I mean, I loved that movie. I owned that movie. I just, it didn't make me go, what the fuck? Like, that's what I'm wanting. I want a movie that makes me go, oh, there's a second one. Now that I think about it. Uh, from the 90s, the movie Crash. Not the movie that won the awards with Matt Dillon and Don Sheetal. Right. There's a movie called Crash that came out in the early 90s. They had, of course, James Spader, uh, Holly Hunter, and that real twisted fuck. Uh, he always played Enos. If you look his Enos something. That movie was... Uh, I'll look it up in a second. But that movie was about people who've been in car crashes mm-hmm. and it turns them into sex addicts. Car crashes turn them on. Uh, uh, Rebecca De Mornay, one of the one of those bitches, one of those are are was it Rebecca Arquette? The chick that was in Natural Born Killers with the piercings. Oh, uh, yeah. Is that Patricia Arquette? Not Patricia. Rebecca Arquette. You know who I'm talking about. That chick. She has her... She has a missing leg. She has an amputated leg. There was a scene where she got fucked in her leg. A guy fucked her leg, took her 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 fucking her fucking uh, what call it her stump off, and fucked her there. It is twisted. Rosanna Arquette. Rosanna Arquette. Yeah. It is a movie that definitely made me go, "What the fuck?" Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Say that one more time. What? He took off her leg and did what? He banged her in where her stump is. Oh, in like the fucking where the stick goes. Yeah, <laughs> it's wild. Like they literally will force car crashes just so they can get that adrenaline, and then they fuck. Oh, nice! It is. I watched a porno one time where a fucking chick took off her fucking fake leg, and then fucked some dude in the ass with her fucking leg, with stump of her leg, like her foot was gone. <clears throat> Oh, that would make me go, what the fuck? Leg was gone. Fucked the dude in the ass with the fucking bottom half of her leg. I don't know why I watched that. Oh, I'd watch it. I think somebody must have sent it to me. I mean, <laughs> I, I was not looking that up, I swear to God. <laughs> I would have watched that. It was fucked up. Yeah. The more fucked up it is, I got to watch it. But as soon as I seen that, I, I looked up a... Some chick fucking some other chick with her leg, and that was okay. Yeah. That I enjoyed. But yeah, I would probably say those two some movies. Handicapped lesbian sex. Those two, those, had me saying lesbian. Those two movies right there had me going, wow. And I own, I own them both. <laughs> I own them both. Because I just was like, this is some crazy ass fucking shit, man. Yeah. It is. But yeah, trust me. Watch Humans, and then, and the guy in Humans said it'd be too. It's got to be one of the most disturbing men I've ever seen in my life. I'm sure he probably killed himself after he made that movie. (laughs) Because he probably, everybody, even though it was a movie, people probably looked at him differently because he played such a twisted character. Centipede 2. Human Centipede 2. Yes, watch that. The first one, it was just like... I mean, I liked the concept. It was different. It was twisted. It was... South Park did that fucking human centipede thing. Yes. 
Yes. Oh, should I yeah. take the vanilla pudding or the the, <laughs> the, oh! the, the <laughs> not the not the fish, not the fish. Oh, I take the fish. I take the fish. No, no, vanilla pudding, vanilla pudding. No, I take the fish. I'm so hungry. <laughs> Fucking had me laughing. Oh yeah. Oh, that's such a funny episode. That's a great episode. <laughs> yeah. That. That. Oh yeah. But yeah, check that out. That made me think of that. Human said be do. Check out those movies, people. You want to see some sick shit. Oh, and Doom Generation from the early 90s, too. I take it to fish. I'll poop in your mouth. <laughs> Interesting. Check it out. <laughs>